Welcome to Corks and Cowtown, where everything is poppin'. Grab your drinks, the show is about to begin. Well, howdy, y'all, and welcome to another episode of Corks and Cowtown. This is going to be a fun one. But before we get started, I wanted to give a quick reminder that Fort Worth Roots will be hosting an event at Pouring Glory Saturday, September 23rd that is benefiting Cook's Children's. All of your local podcasts will be there. Make sure you go by and say hi to everyone. Sadly, I won't be there, though. Um, But you need to say hi to everyone else because we're a community and we all love each other. So, you know, rah, rah, go team. We love the pod squad. Anyways, I have two friends here who I'm very excited about this episode because we've literally been here for an hour already and we haven't started. (laughs) But, um, you know, it's... School's back in session, even though that doesn't affect most of us. But that means also fall is here, and we're ready to go to the bar because, you know, football and things like that. And sports. sports. Yeah, (laughs) go sports. (laughs) Anyways, when it comes to this, this means that you also need to make sure you're taking care of your bartender. And so I have two of my favorite DFW bartenders, Kelly and Heather. Say hi. Hi. That was, the most, <laughs> that was like the most timid hi I could have imagined from y'all. Uh, hello, I'm Kelly. <laughs> hi, I'm Heather. <laughs> Just kidding. Heather. <laughs> I we, love it. At least you'll remember. <laughs> Can you tell we've had shots, guys? <laughs> I'm so excited for this, guys. I feel like, so honestly, I know we all met through like the bar scene and things like that or whatever, but we've become like friends and we, was it two months ago we did our little girls' night? Or was that a month months? ago? Um, I can't remember. I think it was almost two months ago. Yeah, I feel like it was, because we had to Probably like. right in the middle. Yeah, it was like a month and a half, maybe two months. But we went and we did Masume yes. for dinner. And then we got a little rowdy on 7th. A little rowdy. Just, what day was, was that a Wednesday? I think that was a Wednesday night. Yeah. Yep. So who knows what will happen tonight because we're going to try and have a remake of that, I guess. I'm excited. I'm very excited. <laughs> I've got to be responsible. I told y'all. No. <laughs> As she's like, can I have another shot? Should we do one more shot? <laughs> Just one more. Just one more. It's Let's fine. get the vibe going. Hey, well, so also I'm very excited about this because I got a lot of questions. Oh, did you really? So <laughs> scared. <laughs> I don't trust our friends. Here's the thing is like a lot of them I like narrowed down into like categories because a lot of people ask like the same thing, but I feel like it's going to be interesting. So I'm very excited. I hope you like saved some of the off the wall ones because I really want to know. <laughs> I mean, asking. I definitely have a long list. So <laughs> I can see the list. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I have a list. I'm like, and don't then, we just have 45 minutes? <laughs> I mean, hey, you know what? We can talk fast. It's fine. <laughs> we can also do this again. I I'm love, I love, you know, people coming back on the show because especially I know it's y'all's first time. So we'll make sure Kelly's liquored up and <laughs> For round two also. I don't want to be a one-hit wonder, so (laughs) hopefully y'all like us. I feel like you would never be a one-hit wonder. I love you both so much. So um, have y'all both always lived in DFW? Yes. 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 Except for the four years I did in Houston, I consider that my hard time. (laughs) You know, I'm sorry (laughs) about that time in your life, honestly. (laughs) Like, I can't even imagine living in Houston for four years. Oh. I don't even want to drive in Houston. Yeah. 
it, um, it was really rough. The people, the weather, the traffic. I was going to say, was it like, oh, wait, you said it was four years. Just kidding. I was going to say, what season was it? <laughs> well, it was, it was hot. <laughs> it was summer. It was humid. <laughs> it was gross. Yeah. Probably, probably a imagine. little stinky. Just a little. There's a city down there. They call it Stinkadina. Shut up. Oh, yeah. Well, it's Pasadena. And I feel bad. Oh, I like oh, this city. Like, shut up. Sorry, they Pasadena. Not, they call it Stinkadena. It's because of all the plants that are there. And it just, you know. Like a little... industrial plants? Yes. Power plants. Oh, things okay. of all oh I thought you meant like. I know. I was going to say. I was like, what plants like bushes. live there? Yeah, same. <laughs> oh. That's why I was like, what bushes are I'm there? Like, what plants smell bad? <laughs> like, oh, those gardenias are awful. Like the orchid plants, you know? <laughs> Actually, speaking of gardenias. You... <laughs> You know, every time somebody compliments me or says that I smell like marijuana, I just immediately turn around and say, oh, thanks. My perfume is gardenia base. And I just walked away and leave them confused. I love that. Have you all seen those TikToks where girls are in the back of Ubers and they have like the most outrageous conversations possible <laughs> just to like stress out the Uber driver? They just make it up. They just like make it up. It's like one of my yes. favorite things. I wouldn't be able to keep a straight face. So... I'm not the one. There was one girl. It was, well, it was two girls, but they like made up their own language <laughs> and they were doing it. And I was like, how are y'all not just crying, laughing? I would That's be dead. Hilarious. So it made me happy. But um, do we want to say where y'all work so the people can follow you online or come help support you and throw some money at you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm at Citizen Dallas most of the time. That's my that's my hub. I was so, like, but then in Fort Worth at Rusty Nickel, correct? Yeah. So I just I work a Wednesday happy hour, uh, Rusty Nickel. So mm -hmm. it's my friend's bar. <laughs> <laughs> so, we know people there. Yes. Innocent little plug there. <laughs> I am at Port Decisions of Fort Worth, little Fort Worth galley. Love it, love it. And we, so Poor Decisions also has the slide. The big slide. Which a lot oh. of people didn't know was open now. Oh, it hurt yeah. my butt. <laughs> Did it? You have to. I tell everybody this. You have to pick your feet up and slide on your butt the whole way down. Like you have to be on your tailbone. Like <laughs> it can, it'll stick to, well, it's an old water slide that they redid into a There's you know, no bar water. slide. <laughs> there is no water. Wait, Please so do, do you go down it really fast? Oh, yeah. When they wax it, oh. It is super fun though, and people will scream like they're on a roller coaster. Stop. And Do we people hear... just get wasted and go down it? Oh, it, so I've seen people fall down it, trip down it, stumble down it. Some girl was trying to take a picture, and she went booty first down it. Stop! <laughs> oh my! Gosh. And then you've got me and my coworkers who just flail ourselves head first down the thing. <laughs> It's a lot of fun. I and love then you that. have the crowd of people that absolutely refuses to touch the slide. There, it's like they're oh, too see, good, they're too old. See, I absolutely would be scared not. that I too would cool. like eat shit going down it. That would be me. Is I'd be like, avoid the slide at all costs. You're gonna break something. It's so fun, and then it really does. It levels out in just the right way. So by the time you get to the bottom, you're kind of you're not like flailing into the wall or anything. Yeah, Thank unless you. they just wax it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're Heather, and you're in your uh, very soft legging. <laughs> Very soft and you can't stop yourself. Oh no, the static! I can only imagine. You know, it's not too bad. But I also, like I said, I ride down it just right, and everybody else, good luck. Ride. Professional. <laughs> Kelly is a professional a rider, <laughs> slide rider, slide rider. <laughs> okay. I love this. One of those. <laughs> one of those moments. One of those. The office moments. <laughs> The slide rider. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll put captions with it. Thank you. It's gonna be in her Thank IG you. bio. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hashtag the slide rider. (laughs) I love it. Okay, so I do want to dive into some questions, even though I know we have so much we could be discussing because there are a lot. And I don't really know which direction I want to go first (laughs) because the list is long. But actually, I'm going to start from the bottom. So (laughs) first of all, I appreciate everyone who listens writing in still because you really do make it more fun whenever you're actually interacting and telling me exactly what you want me to ask guests because these are y'all's questions. So also some of y'all are quite embarrassing, but we're just going to go with it, you know? Okay, so one of the first questions is talking about how often you get hit on, which I'm sure is quite a lot. But the question is, what are some of the best and worst pickup lines you've ever received? Um, I have a good one, and it was from an SMU kid, um, and he was talking to me, and I was like, oh, sorry, I have a boyfriend. He's like, I have a math test tomorrow, and I was so confused, and he's like, oh, I thought we were talking about things that didn't matter, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Ah, okay. I was like, I'm too awkward for this, so I just walked away. I'm like, here's your course line. I'm just going to go over here. See, you go the awkward route. The second I tell a man that I've got a boyfriend and I'm behind the bar and he continues, oh, I get mean. I'm like, get away from me, dog. Who See, are you? Disrespectful. I feel like y'all have probably similar but also different perspectives and like ways you handle people. And so I think this just makes it a thousand times better. <laughs> so what are some of like the worst things guys can say when trying to hit on you at the bar? I had a guy one time, I asked him for his tab and he um, said the word cash. And so, of course, I go look at my little tab log, and I'm like, oh, there's not a tab for cash. And he goes, no, it's cash money. Like, that's what I got. You should get some. Mm. (laughs) Boy, get away from me. Who are you? No, thank you. That was not, no. (laughs) Um, I mean, tip fat before you even try. I mean, if you're not, if you tip zero and then you try... Oh, should, I can only imagine. You show yourself the door. The number on the receipt line with that two dollar tip on that hundred dollar tab. Sir. Oh, well, so we have I'm a lot of questions about that too, because I know Heather. Whenever one of the I came to said was that I think it was in January. Mm-hmm. I came for like one of my friends' birthdays, <laughs> and there was a guy that like didn't tip. Yeah, and it wasn't even me. He didn't tip my bartender. So I'm a bar manager. So I'm like the mom of my bartenders. So if you mess with them. You got to deal with me. Absolutely. And he had already been like so problematic and needy. And my bartender just spent so much time on him. Mm -hmm. And then he didn't tip. And so I was like, hey, like you literally took so much of his time up and you didn't tip him. And Mm -hmm. he just looked at me like had no excuse at all. And then Robin is standing (laughs) next to him and was like, ew, you didn't tip. (laughs) I did. Proceeds to throw every... Piece every, of cash that's every in her single purse piece of me. cash I had in my wallet, I threw. I was like, if you're poor, just say that. Go and then, Robin. I was so mad. Oh, we she stand tipped. for regulars like you, man. I <laughs> and love that. She tipped 100 on the receipt. And I was just so like, that's mommy. <laughs> take it back. I was like, oh my gosh, I have the best friends in the world. And that's what it is. I mean, there's always bad tippers, there's always people who are going to stiff you, but like the people who are in your corner make up for it. So I don't cry over getting stiffed. I mean, now, if you're rude, I'm going to say something. No, oh. and I can only imagine. But like nowadays, obviously tipping is like a huge deal. I feel like post COVID, it's like you have to fucking tip on everything. It's like, mm-hmm. if you have a thought, it's like, mm, that's a dollar. Yeah. And so as far as like bartending, I feel like 20% is always like for 
any type of good service is like a minimum. So what would y'all say as bartenders, like what equates to a good tip, the best tip, and like absolutely don't even fucking think about it? Like meaning like what? Like what would you like expect on like just basic service? Oh, I mean, it's one of those things. If I'm attentive to you, you didn't have to ask for much. You didn't have any issues. You didn't have any problems. I generalize that as pretty good service. Yeah. You know, there there wasn't much up. There wasn't any down. It was just well, you had a you had a great time. Maybe not the most memorable experience you've ever had in the world. Um, great service. You know, something like at Poor Decisions, we do signs, we do bubbles, we do very flashy things. You know, if I took the time to really, if you came in and were like, oh, I don't know what I want, and we sat that there for a few moments, and I figured out you know, what's your flavor style? What do you kind of like? And I went down and I spent all this time with you. That might be considered, you know, above and beyond kind of service. It just kind of depends on, you know, and if I go out there and I, you know, didn't get anything right and I didn't care about you and I had an attitude the whole time, I can understand not wanting to tip a bad bartender. I get that. But how often do you actually like experience a bad bartender? Like, have y'all ever had those experiences? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, everyone has their bad days. Yeah. I always tell my staff, like, you have to fake it for three hours. If you're having a bad day, suck it up and fake it or give up your shift. Because we are some of the only people that these people might talk to all night. Like, put a smile on your face. Be happy. Be helpful. Be kind. Um, I mean, it's just... I mean, we do experience bad bartenders. Yeah, yeah, and it is, and then it's like you know, and I think people like Heather and I who are in the business probably give a little bit more leeway. I can go to a bad bartender and still give her twenty percent because yeah, I understand we all go through shit. Life mm-hmm. happens. You're having a bad day, but like Heather said, we're here for a few hours. Fake it till you make it. If you absolutely can't, try to give up your shift. If you can't get up your shift, you should be working for a place that you can go to management and say, "Hey, life is happening to you right now. I need to walk away." Can you give yeah. me an evening? Yeah. And generally, if you're working for a solid place that actually cares about you, th- there's some leeway there if you're truly yeah. going through a life moment. Mm-hmm. But if you're just having a bad day, you and your boyfriend are fighting, girl, you should probably get a new boyfriend. If that's affecting <laughs> you at work all the time, get a new boyfriend. I feel like the times I have a bad bartender mostly happen in like tourist destinations. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like Nashville, oh, Miami, oh, yeah. Vegas. I feel because, like Destin, like, I had like some experiences like yeah. that because they have to make like bucket drinks. But and... also they're just like guaranteed to make money. Yeah, so, that's like, true. They don't have to like build up the same clientele that we have to put the effort into building because there's going to be new people in town every week. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to be as nice as personable. I'm not saying they're not, but in Nashville, like we would ask for our shots to be chilled like twice, like reiterate it, and they yeah. still would come not chilled. And oh, it's an eye roll and a, yes, uh. it's just like they don't have to put in the yeah the social aspect effort mm-hmm. that I feel like a lot of non-tourist destinations do. Do you feel like and you notice stuff more being a bartender too? As you're just like, oh, I know exactly. Oh, what's absolutely, going on. absolutely, yeah. and I even see and kind of. Piggybacking on what she was saying, even in the non-tours destinations, I even see it in my bar. I see it in other bars, high-speed type bars where you are also guaranteed to make oh, money. Oh, yeah. Those bartenders don't want to deal with you. And don't get me wrong, I'm not. If you come to my bar and you say, give me four well tequilas, nine times out of ten, I'm probably not going to automatic chill for you because the people that do want it chilled and do want to lime and salt, yeah. generally at this day and age, they kind of already do it. They mm-hmm. kind of already say it. And then if they want it chilled, of course, and they come back to me. It's not an eye roll because you're asking you for a drink. It's almost like these bartenders are getting upset that we're asking them to do their job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a speed bartender. I work in a high volume nightclub, so it's like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Like, yeah, I might not see you again the whole rest of the night after I served you once. Um, and that's another thing when it comes to like like the tipping question. It was like 
I gave you one beer, I don't expect like a $5 tip. Like you could tip me 50 cents. I'm not going to like eye roll at that. Like, thank mm-hmm. you for the tip. Do the but majority of places now do all tip share too? Do you think so? Or is it just like based on like the establishment? I think 98% of bars, if you are at least behind the same bar mm-hmm. as that person, you share tips. Okay. And I that's only not saying that they aren't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I only know of one or two bars that if you are at your well and your computer, you are the only bartender making that money. Okay. Yeah, at Citizen, um, there's so many ones being thrown. There's oh, yeah. no <laughs> way to tell whose money is whose money. Yeah. And it just, I just don't know how you would not share and still have like the teamwork aspect. Mm-hmm. And that's because what... like while you're schmoozing somebody, exactly. I'm yeah, yeah. yeah. that's like, very You're true. giving me a break so I can schmooze this $100 tipping client, yeah. this $200 mm-hmm. tipping client, and you're over here cracking my well for me. So, But the yeah. people that work at places that don't tip share love it. So really? I'm not knocking it. Hmm. Everybody I know that works for one yeah. has a great time. Especially, well, and that's the bartenders that they're good at their jobs and they're making their own money. Yeah. The bartenders that, and you can tell, and a lot of those bars do it because there are some bartenders that just absolutely do not pull their weight. And that that's sucks true. for the majority. Yeah. So nobody does. really wants to deal with a bartender that's not pulling their weight. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I work for a bar where everybody pulls their weight very evenly, and we don't have those kinds of issues. But I have seen it firsthand myself, and then seen it in sistering bars. That yeah, that kind of concept goes on. I can yeah. only imagine. Okay, so another question we have too is: Can you tell who actually has money? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> do yes. You, okay, but here's the thing: Is do you think there's a difference between Dallas and Fort Worth in that? Yes. Fort Worth money <laughs> is old money, and Dallas is new money, up and coming money. Mm-hmm. I hope. My money's coming. Like, it's not to say there isn't old money there, but Fort Worth is old money. Like, mm-hmm. I feel your like, daddy gave you that money. Yeah. <laughs> and in Dallas, like, and I feel like there's a way that men flaunt it. Not even men. I'm sorry. That all genders just mm-hmm. flaunt it a little bit differently. Um, I say men because men are generally the ones that are out here just throwing it at us. Yeah. But I feel like there's an always, and obviously, just as a one time initial viewing of somebody. I think it might be a little bit hard other direction. Now I can tell pretty quickly when they start acting like they don't have money, but they want you to think they have money. I can only imagine that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. There was one guy who was trying to hit on one of my bartenders and he didn't tip. And so I was like, hey, like, he didn't tip me. So if you don't want to talk to him, you don't have to. (laughs) And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I have money, this and that. And I was like, first of all, if you have money, you would tip. And you would, like, be respectful. Like, people who have money aren't rude to people who give them service or people who were raised Mm -hmm. correctly and have money. Have, like, actual manners. Yes. So it's not... (laughs) Well, okay, no, no, no. I was like, because now, see, Kelly, I want to hear your side because here's the thing, too, is, like, are you getting mostly, like, college students at Poor Decisions or do you have a good, like, eclectic mix? Our or like at Poor Decisions is, is very eclectic still. We okay. haven't swung in either direction of any type of demographic. We have a very mixed group of people, and I love that because yeah. I don't have to deal with the with same kind like of customer one, yeah. over and over and over again. So there's really no true direction. I just always feel... But I have also worked in, like, fine dining and restaurants in downtown Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. So, especially working in the restaurant that I did in downtown Fort Worth, I would see these people who would have old money. And you can tell this old money, but they still are going to treat you like absolute Like they're garbage. better than you? Like they're or... better than you. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Like, you, they, you, 
Um, they deserve to get the best service in the world from you because of who they are, but they're going to treat you like crap. There's still people in this world that truly believe that the service industry is the lowest of the low. Oh, I believe that. Yeah, there was uh, something that was going viral a couple weeks ago <laughs> about a, a girl that owns a juice company in the Oak Cliff area. Oh. And she called um, bartenders and servers bottom level employees. Oh, what? And it went viral like... One of the clubs around us brought out a marquee that said, your favorite bottom level employee. I was like, oh my God. The thing is we have bartenders and servers are like a special breed because if I need more money, I can just pick up another shit. Yeah. I had, we we had like readily. It's the same thing as like you go and you bust your ass. Yes. We have oh, readily available we, money. So, so the work thing that we do like, for six like hours a day is not yes. easy by any means. It's no. I tell you all the time if it's they were draining. Also, just dealing with people for that long. Yes. For and that, Drunk and in that people. yes, and in that type of clientele, especially the high end type or the the high speed type work that Heather and I do, you do you deal with these drunk people that are just. I'm like, oh, cool. and I'm like, what? You're too. How did you even get in this building? Like, mm. get, yeah. And then they get mad at you, and I'm like, and my first response, I'm always very nice. I'm like, how about a water, my guy? And of course, it's, <gasps> you think I'm drunk? I'm drunk. Well, buddy. I cut off a girl, and I gave her a water. I was like, I'm so sorry, sweetie, but we're not going to be serving you at this moment. And she started crying. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, so, okay, so that was one of the questions is, uh, what do you do whenever you know you need to cut someone off and like kicking people out? Like, what do you oh, think about it? Real quick, <laughs> real fucking quick. <laughs> the security guards that work around the bar at Citizen are my favorite. And <laughs> all I have to do is get a flashlight, get their attention, point oh, to the person, yep. One and they the I'm pointing. But like, I've literally crawled on top of the bar to like point at somebody, and I fell on top of them. <laughs> I slipped. <laughs> I was like, well. <laughs> This guy, the guy I fell on, he needs to go. <laughs> what was he I'm doing? Sorry, I fell on you. Sorry. I think they were fighting. Oh, I think yeah. it was a fight. So I fell onto the fight, but I broke it up. <laughs> I broke it up. I didn't even try. Do you think the majority of like people getting kicked out or cut off is it due to just being overly intoxicated or fighting, or like what are like the main causes? I'm really intoxicated, yeah. fighting. I'll even start, if I see somebody start to just be overly aggressive, like you can tell when they're looking for a fight. They have it in their oh, eyes. They're bumping into people. Yeah, I they're looking imagine. for somebody to react to them. Uh-huh. So that's a good precursor. And there's a lot, also a lot of people that are on drugs that go to bars. And that's because I can give one person a cocktail and then 20 minutes later, I look at them and I'm like, you do not look like you just have one cocktail yeah. by any means. No, I mean, also, like, if you can't pay your tab and you're obviously not trying to, I'm going to get you kicked out. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I don't want you to stay in my place of business, my no, job. Absolutely. And continue to rack up tabs that you know you, you can't, can't pay. pay for. Yeah. Oh, I've um, had people light up cigarettes, spit on the floor, spit yeah. on the bar top. I had a customer yeah. come Ew. over. I didn't. One of my coworkers was dealing with, thankfully, I was out of town because it probably would not have been a good situation. They took the fruit tray that was right in front of the whole bartenders. They picked it up and they threw it at the bartenders. <gasps> yeah, I had a credit card book thrown at me um, and I had a full drink thrown at me. And oh, I, I love the drinks. I love the drinks getting thrown. The credit card Stop. that was the credit card book that was thrown at me. I chased her out, but I didn't even have to because one of the owner of Citizens, like really good friends, already chased her out. Already found a cop, and he was like, "Do you want to press charges?" I was like, "Nah," but oh my drunk gosh. tanker for sure. Yeah. And then the drink. Um, I was one foot on the dishwasher, about to like <laughs> go at him, you know. And my GM was like, "No," and my GM looks like J Lo. Okay. 
Like every person that works walks into Citizen is like, who is that? <laughs> so she pulls me down and gets in this man's face and defends me like her life depends on it. That was hot. Uh, I love having good supporting, good supporting managers, good supporting owners. There's nothing that makes a bar better than that. And sim- simply that these people know that I'm not going to go out of my way to cause any problems or to disrespect this environment. But if something mm-hmm. happens to me, we're going to very quickly well, it deal is with it. Like a family though is like, yeah, I know absolutely. you definitely like a citizen. It's that way. I can yeah. imagine at most bars it is though. Yeah. Because these are people that like you have to have each other's back because it's, it could sometimes literally be like life or death. Yeah. I mean, scary stuff happens all the time, but even if it's just like a uncomfortable situation, mm-hmm. like just someone's making you feel not right. Like, security bartenders like everyone like should be able to have each other's back absolutely and, and in the bar if there if there is one moment where one of your coworkers does not have your back it breaks down everything that you have and well, it, yeah, then it makes the like get, a team and then absolutely. it makes the guests feel like they were in the right mm-hmm. and whatever situation had happened and then especially if it's the situations I've always run into that is where you have like a door guy or another bartender and it's somebody's friend and they're like, oh, oh. well, that's my friend. Sorry, I disrespected you, but we're not kicking him out. And I'm if like, my no, friends no, no. are rude to anybody. Oh, mm-hmm. bro. Get Treat out. them terribly and let me know so I can shame them. And stop yeah. being friends with them. Because I, I don't think friends anybody that does that. <laughs> yeah. I think I've even like DM'd guys from like high school because I've seen them like out and about and they were like getting kicked out for like cussing out a bartender and I would DM them. I'm like, how dare you Absolutely. be out in public? Act- I haven't talked to these guys in like 10 years. And I'm <laughs> like, let me teach like you something. Let me yeah. learn you something. Or my favorite is the dress code. There is a big dress code across Dallas mm-hmm. and Fort Worth area for safety, for whatever. That's not a dress code that any of the bars put in place. The city puts that in place. And we just kind okay, of follow say that. that again real fast. So, <laughs> well, I'll say it for Fort Worth because I'm not 100% sure about Dallas. In the Fort Worth city limits, the Fort Worth gang unit has decided on a dress code that each bar has decided to follow. So when we are not letting you guys in, it is not because we don't want to. It is because we are trying to keep a consensus across the board so that nobody mm-hmm. can tell us any type of crazy thing that we, oh, we let this person in. We didn't let this person in. So when I have a friend that shows up in a tank top and they come crying to me about, oh, let me in. Why did you come out in Fort Worth, Texas with a tank top on? Yeah. Why did you come out in Fort Worth, Texas with a plain white shirt? And these rules might seem silly to some people, but it's a general consensus across the board that we all have to follow. Do not blame us, please. Well, and dress codes change from day to night. So if you're in shorts and a tank top during the day and it's fine, yes. have a change of clothes in your car because now it's a nightclub because it's yeah. nighttime. Well, then also you've probably been out too long. <laughs> yeah. There's a good chance. Go home and shower. You, yeah, go home. Put some deodorant on. <laughs> yeah, go refresh. Stretch that hair back a little bit. Lay on the couch. Yeah. See if you need take to take a, a little, nap. Take a nap. Eat if a little something. If you fall asleep, yeah. maybe stay asleep. <laughs> yes, exactly. I we can all only imagine... Doing. <laughs> Honestly, we all though, know. that's the thing. Yes. yes. If you've been out drinking for 12 <laughs> hours, nobody can stand up for that long. If they're power drinking, we know. Yeah. We know. No, 1000%. At least don't smell bad doing it. Oh. And take a breath mint. <laughs> that. Chew a gum. Chew a gum. Chew a gum. Chew a, a singular gum. gum. The gum. Don't just take a shot of rumble and call it a day, okay? Oh, God. You know, if no. it works, you've, it works. You've heard of those people that are like, oh, I'll just take a shot of rumble because it'll make my breath smell better. Bubby, that's probably why your breast smell bad. No, and I totally get that, but I have definitely been the person that has just taken a shot <laughs> no, of rumble. I get it, but I do it. <laughs> no, not no, for I that reason. It's gross, but, but I do it. <laughs> I had been out with some girlfriends or whatever, and there was like a cute guy at the bar, and we started talking, and I was like, "Well, I don't get to like leave," and we'd only been out for a little while, and I was like, "Let me do a shot of rumble real fast," and then 
we're going to skedaddle over here. And then he fell down. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I worry he about the people who, yeah. who drink Rumple for fun. Yeah, I definitely, it's not like something I'm just like, ooh, yes, Rumple. But in that situation, I was like, well, I need to make sure my breast smells good. And I didn't have gum or a mint. So, well, mama didn't raise a bitch. <laughs> yeah. so, so, if you give me a Rumple, I will take it with a Coke back. But with a Coke back, I don't I'm do not them gonna anymore, just take it but I used to. I don't do any, I typically don't do anything with a back. Oh, I'm sorry but. that you're like a boss bitch. And well, no, I, w- I wouldn't say that. I just, I don't, I just try and just. I also need a Sprite back for a white tea. So. I purposely brought a chaser to this <laughs> podcast because I knew I couldn't take my tequila shots like straight. Said, we've, all, we've all had worse things in our mouth, so. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Anyways, um, no back, back to the questions. Um, what are your top three pet peeves as a bar tender? Oh gosh, only you want to go first? <laughs> yeah. Man, or do you want to think three. about it? Yeah, I was like, oh, just, or, or, well, I is, mean, obviously, there's plenty, but this like, this yeah. is my top one, and this one has really, I'm really having to catch my own attitude these days <laughs> when these people are doing this. That this group of people will come to the bar, and I'll be in a conversation with somebody else, and I start getting snaps and claps and whistles and Shut hands up. up and it's like come my god i come take my order so i'll walk over I'll, I'll, you know then, i'll stop them doing what oh. i'm doing i walk over i look them down their face i'm like what can i get you and the bitch has the audacity to turn around and go what do you guys want oh bitch, that would make me so I'll angry throw, i literally just look at them and i go i hand them a menu and i go i'll be back when y'all are ready yeah thank you and move on i think that's probably as of right now that's my big um, I mean, there's, there's a lot and that's not us saying like, no, we I hate our jobs. No, 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 People are awful though, um, especially I mean, when they're it's drunk. Just like, I'm like, if you, there was if you lot. are telling me that you're ready and you want my attention so badly because you are ready to order, be ready. Yeah. You should, uh, it, it is so much better for you. Even if you have six different yeah. tabs and you're ordering for six people say, Hey, let me get six face bombs on six different tabs. I'd much rather you do that mm-hmm. than be like. Oh, oh, you want a Vegas bomb? Okay, one. Oh, oh, you want a Vegas bomb? Okay, two Vegas bombs. Oh, you want a Vegas bomb yeah. too? Okay, okay, three Vegas bombs. <laughs> well, Girl. and I think y'all have at least noticed is like whenever I go out with my friends, I make sure I'm the one that orders because I'm like, what does everyone want? Mm-hmm. I and do I'll be like, that. three vodka sodas, three, you know, white teas, mm-hmm. three this, like whatever, because I'm just like, and put it all on one tab. Yeah. Because and then we absolutely yes. stand for the friends that know because how to Venmo just, and Zelle and yes. Apple Pay their yeah, friends. Yeah, we had a sorority <laughs> party um, during the day, and they were all very sweet, very cute girls. Um, but one was like, can I get five lemon drops and hands me five cards? And oh. I was like, you don't have Venmo? You don't like, have do you Zelle? Have and she was like, friends ever. No. You don't even have like a, I'll get you at the next bar, honey? I looked, yeah. I looked at her and I was like, everybody in this bar is going to hate you when they realize how long it takes me to close out five tabs. Yeah, And exactly. not because I'm slow. But because I'd rather, pro- but like, would you not rather them do that than one friend come up and go order a lemon drop and then pay? And then the next friend walk up and order. I would rather the five at one time versus, because then I, then I can make them at one time and close them out separately okay. versus a... Make one, pay one out. Make one, I mean, pay one out. I mean, if I have to pick one. a lesser evil. Yes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. It's a lesser evil. But there's Cash App, Apple Pay, Venmo, Zill. I'm like, you are really out with we friends have that you can't. Because mm-hmm. I feel like when we go, I mean, when we went Take out to turns. dinner, it didn't matter. That's all we did. Is you we buy around, I buy yeah. around, Robin buys around. And then you. Wow, mm-hmm. we're even. And yeah. it's almost like. And then we get the check for dinner and Robin's just like, oh, here's my card. And I'm like, okay, I got I got yeah. Zelle, I got Venmo. I can yeah. figure out Apple Pay if y'all need that. Um, but yeah, I mean, other pet peeves, ordering shots and turning around to pass them out instead of just giving me my the money that you're owed. And then you That's take true. it. And then yeah. you sit there and you bullshit with your friends and you start laughing. And, yeah. And then I'm you're like, like, hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And then they look at you like you're disrupting their good time. 
Yeah. And I'm like, give me yeah. my Pay money. Your and then you can have fun. Give me my well, money. Handle business. Most, car- most places make you give a card now, too, right? I mean, or a I, lot, like at least you run one and then. Yeah, I mean, give I'll it take back. your order, I'll make your drinks. And if you want to start a tab, I'll take your card. If you mm-hmm. want to close it out, yeah, if you're paying initial cash. payment is always generally after. It's mm-hmm. very, unless I'm going through, unless I've just served drinks and I'm at the computer and I already know these other people's orders and they already have their ca- cards out, then mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and ring them in first and then make their drinks later. But yeah. generally, nine times out of 10, you're taking the drink order and then paying them out later. Yeah. Oopsies. <laughs> Oops, oopsies. <laughs> no, and then like. <laughs> Squeezing 18 limes in your drink and throwing them on the bar is annoying. Not, not the biggest deal, That's but a lot. Putting your grimy little nasty uh, Coke oh, hands in my limes. Don't touch my limes. Oh, I love, I keep a bottle of tahini next to my well because some people uh-huh. have me just, you know, douse whatever at Topo Chico or whatever in the tahini. I love when bar guests just try to grab my whole bottle of tahini. Oh, and I'm like, did, no. did you pay for that? Yeah. Is that it's, yours? It's your grubby the bar little top for my convenience. Not, not for you, not for yeah. your use. Not so basically, yours. people just like not having common courtesies. Yeah, and or like, like some of the worst ones. I'll put my hand in there, but I mean, I wash my hands. There's so much alcohol on my hands. Like I'm washing my hands a hundred <laughs> yes. times in an evening. The way I don't my, like when my hands are my gross. Fingers oh crack. yeah. In the oh. winter, in the winter, you start getting like cracks in between your oh. fingers. Oh, just, I'm yeah. an extreme moisturizer. I do those little moisturizing hand gloves in the winter. <laughs> But no, I mean, there's there's so many like pet peeves that go along with just working with humans. Oh, I can only imagine. Humans, I mean, in any industry. And you do, and you try to have patience and give them yeah. the benefit of the doubt. A lot of people drinking, common sense just goes out of their freaking brains. Mm-hmm. So you do, you want to be nice and cur- courteous, but it's almost after like a couple of times you're like, dude, get it together, my guy. I can't help you anymore. I'm trying. I'm hey, trying here. I'm I trying can't... for you. You try for me, man. <laughs> I can only imagine. Okay, so a lot of things are about like customers and like the things that y'all hate, obviously. But do you have the worst kind of customer? Is there someone that like walks in and you're immediately just like, this is going to be a pain in my ass? Yes. Ooh. Yes. Okay, who is it? Tell us. It is the man that comes in and he thinks that he is everybody's regular at the bar, but he's really just this creepy man that doesn't actually tip very well and just sits at the bar top and just stares at you or he'll try to grab your hand and like kiss the top of it or whatever it's just it's that man that he's like oh and y'all are all my best friends let's go on vacation together and I'm like boy I don't that's the kind of man that I send my male coworkers to and I'm like hey you go you go talk to that man (laughs) I'm not going to (laughs) thank you Heather would you say the same I have one better I know the owner oh oh You're going to get fired from this podcast if you hit the table. Okay. I'm sorry, everybody. No, I know the owner. Um, the ones that get, oh, they yeah. do get Is comp. so-and-so here? Is so-and-so here? But see, I feel bad because whenever I go, like whenever I come see <laughs> you both can of y'all, I'm always name. just like, I'm either like, you know, is Heather here already? Or like if I'm downstairs at Poor Decisions, I've been like, is Kelly working? I feel like dropping our is further than, I feel like it gets you more. You drop my name. Oh, doors open. Because I will tell my door guys, <laughs> yeah. that, and I tell my door guys this all the time. If I come down there and tell them that my friends are coming in, something is happening. We have a uh-huh. guest list. We have a guest yeah. list. Let them, you know, do whatever you can to help them out. Now, my favorite is when just the regular old Joe Schmo will try to walk to the door and be like, uh-huh. hey, Kelly, I could tell me I could, uh, I could come up tonight. <laughs> and my door guy will come up and he'll be like, hey, do you know so-and-so? And I'm like, I don't know that man. <laughs> Did I say that he was coming up here? I don't know him. No. And then, I mean, there are some that like get comp tabs and like they get things for free because they do things for like the club owner on the side and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
But it's like they get things for free. They come behind the bar. They are oh. like, they're the first one oh, to like want yeah. their stuff fast. And then they don't tip at the end of the night. Like you have $800 no. in comp tabs. And then like, and then they won't tip no. or they'll give you like 20 bucks. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Yeah. I'll make sure I split all, and I'm like, you're, all $20. So each bartender gets four. But it's like, thank if you. I'm going to a friend's bar, I don't want to drink for free. I want to pay. That's I want to pay. Yeah, I'm just like, and I then would if you rather... do give me a free drink, if you give yeah. me a free tab, oh, I'm the first one to be like, here is all of my money. I understand if it's like, scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Like, yeah. I understand, but like, I don't think that's the case sometimes. But you're also, I also feel like owners scratching backs, that's still not taking care of it. You're still oh, getting yeah. a service. So you no. should still get a service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but fee, it's like, tip, that comes whatever along with the job. It. So I'm just doing my job. But it's like, yeah, you could. You could just bring a 20, you know, or like, hey, run my card for a penny. And, or hey, yeah. maybe like have some patience because you see I'm six deep over yeah. here and don't just yell at me. But if you're not going to tip, don't come on my bar. <laughs> don't. Yeah. Oh, tap me on the shoulder. I like, don't want wait. anyone. Tip and not promo girls, nobody. Do not walk behind my bar unless mm-hmm. you are an owner, manager, or a bartender that is currently behind the bar. But especially if I know you're important mm-hmm. to my boss, I will make sure I get to you. But it's like you are interrupting me. Mm-hmm. At the moment, you're interrupting me giving service to somebody who could be a repeat customer. And now they feel like they got shafted and they might not come back. Oh, I can only so you're, imagine. So you're hurting your friend in more ways than you think. Well, and I also feel like a lot of it with those people and even with guests that are trying to rush you, I'm like, I am pretty good at my job. I'm pretty good at what I do. So give me a moment to do my job. It's those people that put their hands in front of other customers that are ordering and they're like, I was here first. And I'm like, buddy, oh, I've had geez. my eyes on the well the whole yeah. time. I'm, And even if you were maybe a second before, I'm generally going by a, Uh, an up and down kind of motion. So that way I can get all of y'all at one time. Just Mm -hmm. give me two seconds to do my job right. That just reminded me of uh, the previous question when she said they put their hands in front. Do not wave at the bartender because I will literally smile like an idiot and I'll wave back like Forrest Gump. (laughs) Hi, it's so great to see you. And then don't tell me that the girl next to you is next. I decide who is next. Oh, yeah. It's I the, might not know, it's but the, I'm going to decide. It's the, hey, let me get two Dos Equis, and she was here after me. I don't care. Bitch, yeah. stop. Yeah. If you were that worried about it, you would have let her go in front of you. Or you would have <laughs> just ordered her drinks for her and pay for them. I don't know. Yeah. That is a good one. Um, okay, so also one of the things is, when did making it rain first start? <laughs> oh and what do we think about making it rain? Why can't and, you just hand me a hundred dollars tag? Oh, nice. that okay. So I I've said that before. It's like I I know I feel on. like that's the thing. Is like it's one of those things. Is someone was like then trying to go around and it's what I would have done. Is like the very polite like just hand a hundred dollar bill to someone. No, so <laughs> I do love it too. But it also depends on what kind of bar I'm at because of poor decisions. The floor is very wet back there, and there's yeah. a lot of fans that are going. So if you throw money, it's I mean it's going everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do love. And I never want to deter people from like, it's very fun for the guests. It's very yeah. fun for the customers. It's a fun way for them to throw money and get when out there. When did it start though? So if you ask my bartenders, <laughs> hello, Caesar and Breezy. <laughs> oh, I was wondering who they you're going started here. it. Oh, but to be fair, my. they were doing it a long time ago. Uh-huh. They're a little older, okay? Oh. They would have umbrellas and ponchos and fishing nets. Oh, like, I was like, umbrellas and they, ponchos? They, they played oh, into yeah. it so much. So, Oh, have you ever seen um, Christian Diaz from Ampersand? He's yeah. got a little circus clown hat that he wears, a little umbrella on his head. It's the cutest thing in the whole world. I love it. Um, so, I mean, I will I will give it to them. I don't know where it started. It might have been with them. It might have been in their generation. <laughs> love you. We love you. <laughs> 
Um, but I love it. And the way I see it is you make it rain on me. And then this random person at the bar is like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. That looks great. So then they're like, I want to make it rain. And now I have a whole... $300. It's like if like, you take out one bottle of champagne, you're taking like, out we're five. We're all such simple creatures. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And, but it's like, oh, you're going to record me and post it. That's so cool. Yeah. So oh, it's yeah. Like, they love the hype up. They yeah. love It's just a fun adventure for everybody. Yeah. All the way around. yeah. Like I, I made it rain on um, one of my friends that was working at El Chingon. And this guy next to me literally was like, oh my gosh, pulled out a hundred and was like, let's do it again. <laughs> so it's like, I love the rain spiral. Yeah. It's, yes. it's like a, it's a rainstorm <laughs> yes. now. Yes. yes. And so you end up with a couple hundred that like mm-hmm. you didn't necessarily were going to get before. Yeah. Like, okay, well, extra good. Money. Yeah. So I love it. I do spend a long time wiping down every single dollar bill that is soaking <laughs> we, wet. We have just oh, started. Oh, I can only imagine. If you ever come into Poor Decisions after you a good rainfall, on the you wall. just slap it on the wall, man. And you just walk away it from it. And then, when they dry, really? and then when they dry, yeah. they just fall back down yeah. and you start to pick them up. Stop. That's so yeah. funny. You slap it on the wall. It stays. I'll, and then sometimes it I'll dries. slap one on my forehead and call it a day. I will <laughs> yeah. do. If I've got a bunch of credit cards in my hands, my favorite thing to do. And customers seems to love it. I'll just stick their credit card right here on my forehead. <laughs> but you quickly realize how dirty money is because I'll be wiping. I'll be wiping wet ones down with a white towel and by the end of it black. it's black oh yeah it's, it's not fun okay um one of the yeah, other questions about this i guess since it's something about wearing things as well is bartender attire now <laughs> has changed so when did first of all the girls wanted to know what are the bottoms are they the like skims like bottoms or where do you buy them and where do you buy the tights? So everyone wants to know where you buy the tights and the little the tights I thong. get from. There is a Hooters website. It's like two four one, like calendar hosiery, and the two four one is like numbers. Yes, and and it's the Hooters girls website. You go on there, you buy the same tights that like the Hooters girls have. Yeah, okay. and there's Basically different versions supply. of them. These people supply the vending machines that are in Hooters. So instead of awkwardly walking into a Wait, Hooters, they vending machines. The, oh, yes. they have a vending machine. Yeah. It has and like your mom's sharpies has and them. socks uh-uh. and like your Hooters vending machine has some snacks, pantyhose, socks, sharpies. Okay. Um, but so the if your you, mom's like, house one has other stuff. Other stuff, <laughs> more uh, rated R stuff. You got to be twenty one to go in the bar. <laughs> How about that? But yeah, I love so that. it's. A website that basically supplies Hooters, but you don't have to awkwardly walk into a Hooters and ask for pantyhose. And I will order like 40 pairs at once. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just have a giant box because they either last you four shifts or half a shift. It's insane. I'll either immediately put on my body and then I'll get in my car and sit down and it's... Or like Heather said, it'll be seven shifts later and I'm like, I got to throw these way out of the sheer just... Yeah. I just got to throw them away. <laughs> and it's crazy because when I worked at Hooters, you only had two colors to choose from. It was suntan or mocha. And you only had three sizes. So it was A, B, or C, C being the largest. And I look on this website and there's multiple colors and multiple sizes. There's oh, thank goodness, though, because I do tall, not fit in those C's. Extra tall, long. Like there's so many more options. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm a light tan, extra tall. Oh, see, hey. I am the light suntan and it still, look like, it still looks like I'm three shades. <laughs> I love, I had this girl one time I was in the bathroom for decisions and the tights make me look like it's a completely different color on my legs. I am a very pale woman. I understand that. I don't tan very well, whatever. I walked into poor decisions talking about drunk, you know, talking about drunk people. This girl looks at me. She looks down at my legs. She looks at my face. She looks at my legs. And I'm thinking that she's about to say something with the color change. She goes, 
what self-tanner do you use? <laughs> if you I'm think like, I'm only putting self-tanner on my legs, you I'm, need to go to jail. I'm straight like, to jail. Girl, I have it more together a little bit than that, I promise. I, <laughs> I accidentally that. bought mocha one time at Hooters, and it was the most embarrassing <laughs> shift of my life. <laughs> also, I went to a wedding this weekend, and I put self-tanner on. I didn't wash it off, and we were outside for a little bit, and it started to melt off, and Josh says, you need to be okay with being pale. <laughs> I don't think he realized what kind of a statement that was. <laughs> you need to be okay with being pale. Never. Mint. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a pale galley and I'm vibing. Yeah. I love being tan. I look so like I'm I have like I was a, like, I get that. That would stress me out. I have out. yellow on, undertones. So I just kind of look like oh, I have see, a I'm like, kidney liver issue. I'm if like I'm, blue pale. I'm like a vampire pale. So I'm, I'm just like red. I'm, My I'm, skin tone is red. I am yellow. Like when my makeup comes out, it's just, it's yellow. Hey. I'm a banana. <laughs> I'm a lobster. So. I'm a potato. <laughs> and I look like I'm dead. So look at us. We're vibing. That's Casper. We're all doing That's my so friend. well. Yep. Okay. So then I do have to ask for the girls is where do you get the little like undies bottoms? Oh, like, that's what how are, we started. Yeah. I was Oopsies. like, because that's what all the girls want. I'm guessing because Halloween is also coming up soon. Skims is expensive and really, really tight. There's okay. some that you can get on Amazon. Amazon. Literally, okay. you look up like tummy control or, briefs. Or I call Tum- them bottle bottoms. I even there okay. was like high waisted black bathing b- bathing yeah. suits. Waist. Like that's the one that I have is a high waisted black bathing suit that I just kind of mm-hmm. waist oh. shaping thong. Like mm-hmm. it's it's shapewear. So yeah. do you also then get objectified by every single man in the bar wearing those more? Oh like, yeah, because then My like favorite it, is the honey. You got to stop doing that. So got, I'm not doing anything. I'm standing here. I got your why I like white women. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm gonna walk, I don't know how to respond I'm gonna walk to away that. backwards. <laughs> <laughs> or the why don't you go give me another beer? I like the way you bent over. So I want the one I'm on the bottom the police. shelf. I'm calling the police on you. <laughs> but I mean, at the end of the day, like it's either the same or less than like professional volleyball players. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I think it's just the atmosphere that makes you get objectified a little more, but... Do you ever feel, like, uncomfortable or no? No. 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 You kind of got to get over that. Yeah. And then if there is somebody that is truly, like, being a, a creep and somebody that needs to, like, be handled, we'll generally get them out pretty quickly. Even a stripper doesn't deserve to be objectified. No. And it's like, no. I'm a little more covered and, you know, and I'm not we're dancing all doing on our a, thing. Yeah. But it's like... Just respect the people that are working in the place you are attending. Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah. I've kicked out plenty of dudes for when I've been walking. So the way that I have to walk to the bathroom, there's no good way unless I go directly through the crowd. Sometimes men will pop down and sneak a feel and immediately, I'm like, I'll immediately turn around. And I'm like, this one right here. Get out. Get out. You can't, I, you're not I allowed to touch me. 800 on the punching bag. Don't touch me. <laughs> me and yes. Heather love to play that game. I get so drunk. And the first thing I want to do is <laughs> put money punch. in the punching bag machine <laughs> and see how hard I can hit it. The last time I was at Rusty Nichols, there was some man that put his punching money in the punching bag machine. And I just came up. He pressed the button. And I just came up. and <laughs> He looked at me and he goes, what the heck? I said, I'm sorry. I stole your money. I'll go get you a dollar. <laughs> you know? You know, I like that, though. You have to tell the guys what's going on. Yes. Yeah. It's very important. Um, what are some of the most, well, just kidding. Let's also back to, I guess, kind of your attire. It has to do with is, do y'all ever pee is what it was a question because you like never really, see, well, 
Like ever, ever during shifts. I've never peed a day in my life. I guess a lot of people said that they typically. Women don't pee or poop. Remember? Isn't that that what we were taught? (laughs) It's just because a lot of people said that typically, like you said, is like, depending on whatever your shift is, it's just so busy. Do you even take time or is it just one of those things that just kind of. It is, it is very busy. And so it is, it's hard. I try to like tell my bartenders like before 1230, like try to pee. Right before the rush. Try to go pee. Yeah. Just get it out of your body. But then also yeah. it's hard. Like in summer, when support decisions, that door is open. I'm back there drinking gallons of water at a time. So sometimes I got to go, but you try to hold on to it for as long as you can. And then you try to wait for the right moment. Cause you do have lulls and you yeah. do have pauses um, yeah, I tell my bartenders then, if you have to pee, and then go be very pee. expressive to your coworkers it would and be, be like, so hey, hard. I need also, help like getting through the crowd and then having to like deal with like drunk yeah. people. I and be put like, one hand on my security guy's back and say, yeah, yeah we go, get go, a security go, escort. Luckily, yeah. at Citizen, we have an employee bathroom. Oh, that's um, nice. So we're able to like sneak up. But sometimes the boss's friends are in there doing things that are not peeing. Oh, and they're yeah. just in there for a minute. Yeah. So then you do have to go to the big girl bathroom <laughs> and then people want to fight you because you oh. get to skip the line. Yeah. And I'm like, Fuck if you want, okay, I, I will tell you yeah, in Fort like, Worth, Texas, it, most no. of the time that I walk in the bathroom and these little girlies see me and then they go, oh my gosh, you're working. Just go. So I think that might be a, a difference. <laughs> no, this was at a, a certain country bar I used oh. to work at. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, girl, we can get to fight. Yeah. If you want to swing on. Yeah. An I would literally walk get to up fighting. with my towel and my bar key. I'm like, if y'all want drinks anytime soon, I'm skipping the line. Yeah, I can if only want to try me. Let's go. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, generally I don't. I just kind of walk in there and I look at the girls and they're like, "No, you can." Just, but I also feel like I have a very intense look most of the time when I'm running around. So generally, when I storm in the bathroom and I'm just like, "I gotta be," I love a grumble. <laughs> That's <I'm> like, perfect. <laughs> I'll bark at you. Um, we got a lot of questions for also how much you make if you feel comfortable or like what's the average of like say a busy weekend or like maybe what's the most you've made in a weekend? <laughs> chug chug. I don't know that I'm fully comfortable disclosing all of my earnings, but I think like what's what are some uh, here? We'll put it this way: is like I've worked for bars where I've made. Yeah, why is it worth working in a bar financially? Because I've worked for bars where I could make. $2,000 a shift, and I've worked for bars where I could make $100 a shift. So you really have to find your place, find your love, find what works for you. And 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 not all great money bars that I worked at were um, or, uh, were the best, like, toxic-wise. So mm-hmm. I, I, there's a lot of bars that I worked for that I made a bunch of money, but the emotional health, the mental health, all of that just wasn't worth it for me. So you had to walk away from the money there. Um, I do think that there's... When people think that bartending is this bottom level, I think they really have to get that out of their brain because there's a lot of bartenders out here that are making more than a majority. I one thousand percent believe that a majority of these. Um, well, the thing is, like, as soon as you say, "Oh, I like do really well for myself," that's when people are like, "Oh, we don't, we don't have to tip." But I do well for myself because we work long hours. We're good at what we do. We sacrifice weddings, holidays. Like we sacrifice time with our families mm-hmm. where you guys are enjoying your nights and weekends. Yeah, we're like, enjoying well, you're serving having, you. Like a memorable night. Like we're mm-hmm. here working. So it's like, I don't want people to think, Oh, they make money. We don't have to tip, but it's like, we put so much money into it also. Like 
you, I always tell people when I hire them, like you have to spend money to make money. Mm-hmm. I need you to go to other bars and tip them fat, meet people, introduce yourself, make a name for yourself. Networking is networking yeah. no matter what yeah. business you're Buy the makeup that makes you look good. Keep your hair done. Do your nails. Stay tan. Stay fit. Stay like... There's a lot There's that goes into There's a lot that it. goes into being in the service industry and making the next level money. Like this isn't just like... Working at the dive bar. I mean, you might make a yeah. lot of money at the dive bar. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I <laughs> yeah. spent I spent about six years in a couple dive bars yeah. down there in Fort Worth, and I made. I mean, I made the same amount of money as I'm making now in a couple more shifts. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's it was one of those things, and I didn't have to do quite so much. But I'm also a happy hour dive bartender. You don't think those old men also want to look at somebody well, so that looks? That was the thing. Is great. like my only like real like bartending experience was at Chimmy's when I like first turned 21, and I worked days only and so I got the happy hour crowd and it was all older men who were getting off early and I knew all of their just regular drink orders Mm -hmm. it was typically either vodka soda or vodka tonic and my gosh if they did not just tip their asses off that's also before seventh was really even like but they the Jimmy's feel, was the only bar there. Those regulars yeah. go to that bar because they want to feel some mm-hmm. type of way that they don't feel in any other aspect in their life. And mm-hmm. so you do. You you schmooze them and you love them and you learn their name and you learn what their life's about and you learn their drink order. And yeah. that's what makes them a regular. Um, in a little bit different sense than, a, a, you know, a high-speed bar regular. Yeah. So just kind of different styles and different things. Um, you can make money in both locations. You can make money, I mean, in any type of world in the, in the service industry. But hmm well, we are going to have to wrap up soon, but before we do, uh, this has been so fun. I feel like there's still, here's the thing is like, there's still more questions, but I feel like we've kind of touched on a lot of them. You need to ask like, so the wild ones. Well, the or, I want more like, well, that's the thing is like some of the wild ones are just like random things. Like, are you going off like in the middle of your shift and like doing dirty things? No. So... <laughs> No, Which I'm really there. I was like, I'm I, really I'm there like, to make money. So yeah, I'm like, y'all are, you know, I know what y'all yeah. are doing. So that's what I'm trying to get to all the other ones. Yeah, yeah. So. adults are <laughs> and it really is one of those things. Like, I'm there to make money. If you as my coworker are not here to make money, please yeah. go home and let yeah. me have a coworker that is here to make. Oh, money. Oh, I can only imagine. So some of the things are too is like maybe let's end with this. Is like each give me one of your best stories as a bartender of something you've experienced. Mm. Either good, bad, ugly, oh, like have, a lesson, like something. I'm, okay. I'm going to go first. first. Okay, okay go. so this is a bad story, but it's one of my favorite stories because it also makes me happy in my reaction. <laughs> um, this man, this awful, awful, awful man. I used to work at, was this bar called Bronson Rock. It was in Keller. It is now no longer. It's something different. Um, and this man used to be a regular. He was a regular of mine for about a year. And then he just disappeared. And then he came back like a year later and I'll never forget, he walked in and like kind of acted like he didn't recognize me. And, you know, I'm first some type of person, I'm like, oh, hey, so-and-so. Like, I, I'm one of those people, if you know me, like, I'm not going to let you get away with acting like you don't yeah. know me. So I'm like, oh, hey, so-and-so. And he was just like, oh, hey, you know, I didn't really recognize you. And it already that already kind of started off weird. So then we sat there for a minute and I was pouring beers, drinks for other customers. Things were going on. He starts talking to me and starts telling me that he's got this whole new life now and that he's going to um, go to this Playboy Mansion party in LA and that he really wanted to invite me. And then he kind of looked at me and he goes, but, and I go, oh, what, but? And I want you to mind you, the man is sitting to my right and I have okay. a draft wall to my left. And at the time that he starts talking, I'm pouring a beer. So he looks, he looks at me and he goes, but, and I go, but what? And he goes, well, I don't know. I just, I don't know if you got a boyfriend or something. And I'm like, no, why? And he goes, well, just looks like you you gained a little, uh, 10 pounds of happy weight. 
And I immediately, no questions fucking asked. I took that draft beer that I was pouring, sprayed it on this man's face, turned around and started pouring my beer again. And he starts freaking out. And I'm like, oh, I'm looking at all my other customers. And I'm like, oh, do y'all hear something? Do y'all hear something weird going on? And I just shut the tap off, started the beer that I was supposed to serve, and didn't even look at that man for the rest of the experience. Good. I just absolutely not. You are not going to come in here and disrespect me because of whatever weird mood you are in, sir. And I, that man, I hate how much he has a fucking placehold on me, but I think about that man all the time. I'm like, fuck you. Fuck your attitude. You're a terrible person. That was probably, that was one of the most memorable experiences I've had behind the bar. I'm so proud. Did you get in any trouble or no? Oh, actually no. My manager was sitting down the corner and he just laughed. Like, that's absolutely oh, insane. I've gone absolutely the feral. fucking audacity. I've, I've gone absolutely feral on a, multiple bar guests and have thankfully never gotten in trouble. <laughs> that was the most gentle knock after she didn't want to get in trouble. The I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> don't yell at me. they talking with their hands most of, the, most of the podcast. I don't know what to do with my hands. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think, I don't know. I think mine's like a very different route. Um, <laughs> I know I completely went negative. I'm sorry, you podcasters. Um, but no, I realized like the power you have being like, a local bartender who's uh-huh. like well known and like okay well, like you have a name okay people yes, like to call yes. it a celebrity bartender yes um so i decided to <laughs> start a toy drive and so i have a toy drive every year and it just gets bigger every year and it's oh, just it like awesome. the Everyone best support. feeling yeah to know like you're doing what you love and you're having so much fun but you're also able to like make a huge difference um so yeah it's just I love like that. turning something yeah. fun into like something positive. So yeah, I mean, I have a toy wow, drive. You, and you went so positive. I know. <laughs> um, I'm like, don't go, guys. I also have a very positive story. <laughs> so I roll up to the donation area and uh-huh. they're like, wow, what is this? Because I have to like play Tetris to get all the toys in my, my yeah. SUV. So it's like just realizing what the we're able to you do. Can do. Yeah. Like, yeah, the good we can do. Like, well, and the so growth cool. and the connections, like just because, and I hate people saying just because you're a bartender, because I'm not just a bartender. I no. am a networker. I've learned event planning skills. Mm-hmm. I've learned time management skills. I've learned the, the things that I've learned working in this business. I don't know that I would ever have gotten anywhere else. I and the totally connections that, yeah. that I've made. I mean, our connections. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're able to multitask. Um, I mean, I got to invest in a bar, a restaurant. It's like, now we're business women. We're investing mm-hmm. in things. We're building our resume. So, I mean, while you partied in your college years, we might be a little partying now, but yeah, like we're <laughs> well, that's the we're thing is, gaining experience you can't pay for. And I feel I like totally from day that. one in young age, like we learned the work party life balance pretty quickly. And I get to party and get paid for it. Yeah, honestly, yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's great. Ideal. And like Heather said, like we've had opportunities, and it might not be as quick as some other people's, but it's in a happy manner and mm-hmm. in a time frame that we wanted. And I've gotten to do, like Heather said, she got to invest. I've got to start working for a catering company. I've done um, events and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, my boyfriend, who was just a bartender, opened up his own bar. Just a bartender. Just a bartender. <laughs> I hate that term, but so people are like, oh, and I get all the time, oh, you're still just bartending? No, I'm not just bartending. I'm yeah, networking. Yeah. I'm making money. I'm living my best life. What are you doing? Like, we know it's not forever. But that's the thing is you also know the majority of people that say shit like that are unhappy in their lives. So unhappy. I'm like, I'm sorry I took the time to figure out what I wanted to do and Mm -hmm. didn't just jump into something that I was going to regret. I never wanted to be the type of person that I looked back at age 30 and went, oh man, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. That wasn't Mm -hmm. for me. My mom 
made a comment and was like, you're almost 30. And I was like, that was the most offensive thing you've ever told me. <laughs> I'm still a teenager. I'm your <laughs> child. Like, ew. Heather, we're almost 30. <laughs> no. I'm 21. No. I told you, it's 21 forever. I'm just a baby. 21 it's forever. 21. So my best friend, Michelle, has always said, you're 21 till you're 69. Mm-hmm. And then you're 69. But I feel like I never... W- but I feel like I love... Like, I loved myself at 21, but I love myself at 29 even more. This love that I found for myself. So I'm like, I'll be 29 forever. I'll stick with that one. But I love myself. I just... It's okay. 20, <laughs> 29 is the new 21. I'm starting it here, everybody. I just don't feel the, the age I am, I guess. I've oh, never no, felt the age I no, am. No, never. Oh, yeah. Well, until I go and hang out with 21-year-olds and I'm like, oh, okay. I think I'm the probably. only thing with that, though, is like it's more of like some of the girls I know that are like in their early 20s. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like momming. I like want to mom so hard, but I'm just like, especially when they do the whole like they know better and they know everything. I'm like, I remember when I was your age. I'm like, I also remember when I knew everything. It's crazy. I'm just like, I'm just like, I know you think you know. It's crazy how you just hit a certain age and all of your knowledge just like falls out of your left ear or something. I think I'm so cool. And then my younger bartenders remind me that I'm not. (laughs) And they're like, Heather, we just want you to come party with us. And by that, they mean like go after party to where I don't leave till five in the morning. No. And so I just go through my old photos and videos and I show them I'm like, look how cool I was. I used to and be I go down so memory fun. lane and no. I'm like, this is so lame. They I can't probably do think that I'm because so I look at the old fashion choices that were like popular mm-hmm. and it was like when business attire was like <laughs> you were in the, the club in your blazer. <laughs> and well, your, I mean, I still do that. Your statement I, necklace. Here's the thing is I love a blazer, but no, it was literally like the peplum tops with like a statement <laughs> oh, yeah. necklace. And, and you're like, then, like skinny those, black like, jeans. Yeah, and then and there's like real tall like heels. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> the platform what was that? It was like tons of like chunky jewelry. And I'm like, and you had now to bump we it. just, oh no, I never did that. No. <laughs> you never did the bump? <laughs> no. You never did the bump in? No. Oh girl, I tried. I don't have enough hair for no, it. No, yeah, instead, I just, I still always queens. just did thin the emo, like a one eye. Yeah. Like I did like the side swoop bang. So you can only see one eye. So it's a cyclops. <laughs> That was my like scene era. Yeah. I'm like, can you same. cut my hair to be like this? Yeah. And like, I, was, no. I just jacked my hair like as huge as possible. And I was like, that was what I did. I'll never forget. The bigger the hair, the closer to God. I'll exactly. never forget in fourth grade, I really wanted attention from my mother. So I cut, <laughs> I, I had hair about as long as I have now. It goes a little bit ba- past my breast. I cut it all the way from the very back of my neck all the <gasps> way down. <laughs> oh. And I had a very long chopped bob. That's a, a reverse long- mullet. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Partying in the front. That was in the a back. lob. <laughs> a lob. A lob. It was a lob off. And my mom was not a happy camper. See, I'm kind of sad that we have dinner plans because <laughs> I feel like this is when we're getting into the good shit. But this just means you'll have to come back. Yeah. And we'll maybe definitely do the three shots before. Yeah. <laughs> I have to Kelly. pee really bad. Yeah, exactly. I, I have to pee so bad. See, guys, the bartenders finish, do pee. Did the bartender bartend- finish we the do I mean, I'll chug this here I in a second. I chugged but- mine. Oh, mine's um, gone. <laughs> tell everyone where you work again so they can make sure and follow you and come see you. I'm at Citizen Dallas, Thursday through Sunday, and Rusty Nickel House, Wednesday happy hours. And I'm at Poor Decisions in Fort Worth on Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. 
And I'm also shamelessly going to plug in my catering company if anyone has any catering needs. Uh, (laughs) I started working for Thornhill Catering. That is Thornhill Catering. Y'all call me, you know. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank y'all so much for coming. I'm so excited. Thanks for having us. I'm very excited uh, about what we're about to go do. So (laughs) let's go. That's what I'm the most excited about because I'm so, I love Walloons and we're going and I still haven't even done a review about Walloons on the podcast. And there's nothing more exciting than going to eat with your foodie friends, people like us that were like, what, just two hours? Sizers, two entrees, yes. three sides, two desserts, and you split martini. the tab even. Yes, split the tab Splitsies. even. It makes me because so you happy. all evenly ate. I just yes. had a soup. I love well, it. Well, then don't come. <laughs> <laughs> if you weren't hungry, why'd you come? I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, thank y'all so much for listening, and until next time, cheers. <laughs>